We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Thank you for downloading Transformative Principle Podcast. Today is our second part of the interview with Bernardo Villar at Veyview Elementary in Layton, Utah. This is a great interview also where we learn about how to establish great communication with parents and we learn about the great things that he has in his office and what makes him sensitive to multicultural needs at his school. Once again, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Paperless Principal. Please go to paperlessprincipal.com to learn how you can be a more efficient principal and streamline your workflow. Some other things that you think set your school apart from other schools. The things that you've done that you've implemented that are amazing. I don't know about amazing, <laughs> but other things that we've done and we've implemented. Um, I think. <coughs> um, well, if we looked at it, we looked at we look at the academics that we've in, implemented, and also one of the things is parent involvement is making sure that we are communicating with parents all the time. It, that's one piece that is so important. And I've even had parents call me from other schools that I've left and said, thank you so much. I just want you to know the communication that you gave to us is I don't have it now. Uh-huh. And I, f- I feel like I never realized how wonderful it, it was. But actually, I had a mom call me the other day. And she says, I have a question. And I said, what's your question? And she said, well, um, Dr. VR, I just was wondering, she said, when something would happen at school, you would call me and let me know what happened. Um, is that something you do or is that a have-to throughout the district? And I says, well, actually, it's just something that I do. I always feel that it's better that the parent understand what occurred at school or what issues are happening with their child because I know as a parent I would like to want 
to know what's happening with my kid. Mm -hmm. And so she says, okay, I was just wondering because now I get everything secondhand and and it's kind of hard. And so um, I just want you to know that I appreciate that. I appreciate that you were able to let me um, to, 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 to inform me of things that were happening. I think one of the other things I received a letter the other day and I have it there in my, um, in my folder and it just talks about the importance of making sure that the staff understands how valuable they are. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had a parent write and tell me that, that how, um, wonderful it was that they were able to communicate with the staff. She said, before you came to the school, I never had that opportunity to really just say that I could just call and figure things out, that if I couldn't talk to the teacher, I could talk to you. You would connect us with the time, and now I'm able to do that. And she says, I just want you to know that piece for me alone is just wonderful because now I feel I could just, you know, communicate one way or another mm-hmm. and be able to communicate with with other staff members. Right. So so what are the ways that you do communicate with parents? Because okay. calling every single parent is is difficult to say the least. Yeah, but we have a call out system. Okay. But we do call if there's an incident with a child, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. It has to be called. And that would be myself, the assistant, the secretary, the assistant to the secretary, all of those staff people we all make sure that there is a connection with the parent. What we do is we have a call-out system, and it will call every parent when we have other things happening within the school. We have a newsletter that goes out. We have the marquee that goes up. We also have um, the assistant here at Bayview's incredible, mm-hmm. um, Ms. Rigby. Ms. Rigby does a phenomenal job, and she has a setup on Twitter. She has a setup on Facebook. And so she also has a one-on-one connection where they are able to, um, when we send out a message, it also will go out to their cell phones. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So um, a lot of schools have call-out systems, mm-hmm. and a lot of schools have marquees and mm-hmm. newsletters. Um, but obviously you're doing something that is making a difference where people are recognizing that communication mm-hmm. more than, say, another school. But you're doing something something more for people to call you and say, I miss your communication. So that may be hard to put your finger on, but I think, I think it might be just the personal phone call from Mm -hmm. the principal because it's not always, I don't always just make the bad phone calls because if a child the other day was doing some great things, I will call the mom and say this, guess what happened today? This is what happened. And I just want you to know he did really well. And this is what he did. And so I just wanted to share that with you. And I think that's a piece that's important because too many times we, um, we just focus on what happened in the negative mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't acknowledge all that positive. And right. so, um, I think that's an important piece. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that is probably what is making a real difference. So how, how often would you say you make those positive phone calls compared to the negative phone calls? Mm-hmm. I, 
I think probably the phone calls with themselves are just like two or three times a week, but there's always the connection after school because I'm out there. And so there's always the connection that I will look for a parent. Mm -hmm. I'll look for a parent and say, this is what, you know, I look for a parent and I'll, and I'll say, Oh, guess what your kid did today? Or this is what I saw today. Or, and one thing that, um, I make sure is that I know every child's name in the school that I could remember every child's name. And that's really important to me to make sure that those children know that I know who they are. Right. So how, how do you do that? You know what? I really am not sure. I do. <laughs> it was when I first became a teacher at a high school because I was a high school teacher. Uh-huh. Then I became an assistant principal in high school. And I could remember over 1,800 names in that high school. Wow. And I do not know how I did that. I just, you know, um, as I have got older, I do have to relate their names to something sometimes. Uh-huh. Because some of the names are a little different. So then um, I have to relate their names to something different so that I could remember who they are. But I I try to make sure I memorize every child's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do you just say it to them whenever you see them? Uh-huh. That, like in the morning, wonderful? I will walk by in the morning and I will individually call them by name and say good morning to mm-hmm. each one of them and make sure that they hear, hear their name. So um, sometimes I'll go out on the playground. Like today, I spent two times out on the playground, Mm -hmm. um, making sure the kids saw me, making sure they all knew that I knew their names. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really great. I think the positive contact with parents and knowing each of the kids' names are two things that are incredibly valuable and vital to to having a positive culture at the school. Um, So by what point do you memorize all, would you say you memorize all the students' names? Is that the first two weeks of school, first two months of school? It probably takes me a couple of months, but I go by in each classroom and I start starting meeting the kids and memorizing their names. But by the following year, like last year was a, a, more, a bigger challenge than this year because last year I memorized, you know, 80% of their names mm-hmm. and the new kids. Then I just have the new kids coming in. Right. And so it's like the new kindergartners. I start to remember who all they are. And so um, when they're passing off reading or something, I go listen and then I ask them their names right away and so that I could acknowledge who they are. That's great. Um, so your teachers that I talked to before also mentioned that your um, parent involvement was... Um, phenomenal. They said that they felt that as well, and that um, involving the community and make sure they all know what is going on, they recognize that as a great strength of yours mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, tell me about your. Do you have a PTA here that you work with as uh-huh. well? We have a PTA. Uh-huh. Tell me about your relationship with them and how how you get things done through them. One of the things is is the PTA has to understand their important and vital part of our school and so I'm very proactive and making sure that wherever I am um, I recognize the PTA will be having this huge program Christmas program this um, this Friday so in that program when I begin the first thing I do is acknowledge all the parents acknowledge the parents volunteers I acknowledge the the parents themselves just for allowing us and giving us the opportunity to, to teach their children. Mm-hmm. That's an important piece. Um, I also do it in both languages. I, um, so that when I'm speaking with parents, I use two languages many times. 
so that they understand that you know they're they're an important piece of this whole process they're a very important piece of this process um, I go out and I greet the parents I try to remember who they are as well but a lot of times I'll say oh hi David's mom or hi you know mm -hmm. Junior's dad so yeah. but they know that I know who they are connected to mm -hmm. and I think it's they realize oh he knows my child mm -hmm. that's that's really great um, a lot of schools that are Title One schools um, mm -hmm. have a problem with uh, behavior and discipline at the school. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you deal with that? I imagine that your positive communication and knowing all the kids' names certainly helps. So talk. It changes. That. Yeah. Um, one of the things also that's very important is that we at the as the school we all have the same program we all look at it together and we say this is we get together as a school and we say this is what we want to do mm -hmm. this is what we see happening so that everybody is on the same page we're not all on different pages of discipline we're all working towards the same goal and the same form of discipline but our discipline's a little different at this school because if you walk down the hall and I see a child that's not behaving, the first thing I do is acknowledge the child that is behaving. Mm -hmm. So I will turn around and say, oh my gosh, Johnny, thank you for folding your arms and thank you, thank you for how you're walking so well. And the next thing you know, the child that is misbehaving right away will uh, jump into to line. Mm -hmm. So we want to acknowledge all of the positives. I have a class that's walking perfectly quiet and down the hall because other classes are going on. I acknowledge the class right away and I will say, whose class is this? And they'll say, oh, it's Miss Reese's class. Mrs. Reese, you have the most wonderful students ever. This is what I love to see. Um, one of the assistant superintendents came through my school and as she was walking through, she goes, oh my gosh. She says, I feel like am I at a private school, the way everybody is so well-mannered and so be behaved. She says, I was raised in a Catholic school, mm -hmm. and everybody had to be quiet, quiet, constantly. She goes, I feel like I'm in that same environment because everybody just walks so quietly down the halls, so well-mannered. She says, this is incredible. But I think it's, again, focusing on that positive, mm -hmm. focusing on what the the you know, the positive kids and, and what is happening and it turns kids around. Yeah. For so. sure. That's really great. Um, so the last question I like to ask everybody, well, there are two questions. The first one is what's something that a principal who's going to be listening to this later, um, what's something that they can do starting today to make themselves into a transformative principal? I think one of the things is acknowledging looking at ourselves. I think one of the things principal and me should look back and say, okay, where do I need help in? And what am I what is my purpose and my goal? Why did I get into this profession? What was my ultimate reason for getting in to be a principal? Was it to make things better? Or was it just to to guide things or what was it? And my whole goal, and as I share with my staff, the first opening day always mm -hmm. is I feel like this is a very, very important position. To be an educator is one of the most important things that you could do in your life. And if you do not have your heart into this, then you need to rethink that. Because 
as I grew up, and I grew up in the Title I environment, mm-hmm. I grew up as a Title I child. One of the things that as I grew up, everything that I learned came from a different teacher. And we are here to make a difference. And as an administrator, you have to look at yourself and say, why am I here and what is the difference that I want to make? What impact do I want to leave on these children? And I think I look back at my teachers and I look at Mrs. Tucker, incredible teacher. She had so much love and so much passion for us to learn. Then I had another third grade teacher that was so honorary and mean. And I thought, I never want to be that type of teacher. This is the type of teacher I want to be. Then there, I, I look at other administrators that I've worked with. Or like, I had a high school teacher, phenomenal, Mrs. John, Miss Johnson, an amazing lady. She shared her travels with me. She shared what she did to get an education. So it just enlightened me, want to be more educated, to go on. And so the whole thing is this. I think we have to look at and say, what is our whole reason? What is our whole purpose? And what do I want to accomplish in this environment? What do I want... For me, what I want is I want these children to have the best education that they can have and be as successful as they could be and go on and make changes in the world. An educator changed changed my life Mm -hmm. by what they had said and what they had done. I want us all to do that for every every child, and that's what my passion is. And so I would say look and see why are you doing this. Mm -hmm. Figure out what that is and then do what you need to do to get there. Exactly. And that's, that's really powerful. The other question that I like to ask is I like to look around your office and see something unique that's in here or something that is not up in every principal's office. So I notice you've got an African rain stick over there. And is this an African mask? Those are um, actually Mayan masks. Mayan masks, mm-hmm. excuse me. They're behind me. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about why you've got these decorations in your office. Well, if you'll notice, there's different cultures in the whole thing. And I think yes. one of the most important thing is um, cultural diversity and the acceptance of understanding and knowing each other's backgrounds. And that's one of the things that I work with all my teachers as well, is understanding we all have different cultural differences, and we need to be able to understand and embrace those differences so that once we embrace them, the children could understand things as well. And so if you see um, the Mayan mask, the Mayan's mask came from the Yucatan, and so Mm -hmm. being there, the kids come and see those. And so that's part of my heritage and part of my culture. One of the things as I grew up, you'll see the American part of my culture, which is the Dick and Jane. And mm-hmm. so the Dick and Jane prints, these are from a, a original book that was Dick and Jane. Um, and so they were bound. Um, you'll see the rain stick. You'll see different cultural books. And one of my books that I read to the kids all the way, all the time, is The Difference in the World. Mm-hmm. We're all different, but we're all the same as well. Mm-hmm. And so... That's a book that I read to almost every grade level that I go through. But basically everything in here um, is so that children could relate to it. That's really neat. And and that's why I asked that question because mm-hmm. there's a reason why principals put things up in their offices. And, mm-hmm. um, and what I'm learning is that it's not always for the principal, but to make sure that the kids have another reinforcement about why they should feel safe and comfortable mm-hmm. in that environment as you've shown very expertly today. So thank you. 
thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Well, thank this you. Has been very informative. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Transformative Principle today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing, please follow me on Twitter, at Jethro Jones. Or if you have questions or know someone who would be a great Transformative Principle for me to interview, please send me an email at jethrojones at gmail.com. Do you want to simplify your school's technology? save teachers' time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.